We're Not Dead, a podcast about a story of survival. Welcome to episode three of We're Not Dead, or I guess this could be episode 2.5, considering we kind of recorded an episode last week. You should just keep numbering them. This is that was the last episode. That was the last episode. Okay, um, I'm Britt, and we have Greg Miller with us this week. Hello, Britt. Hello. Are you are you acting like a diva this week? You know. I am. I am. We'll get to we'll that get in a second. Don't worry. We, we can talk about that in a little bit. I'm sipping on my Evian water here in the back, the green room, <laughs> but I'm ready. Lord, and we have Billy Beesball, whatever you want to call him. Bees. Say hi. Yes. Kids. Um. I'm not sure really what my correct title is, but Beesball sounds good enough to me. That's great. Um, just a warning that he's a little ah. stupid, and he was like, oh, the new episode released today? Mm-hmm. So, well, look, uh, I had lots to do. I don't know if I explained this, but are, I had to run like, you not worthy payroll. Of this I had to bill people at work. Okay. So, You're I, getting ahead of yourself, Brittany. Remember, no one heard the lost episode. No one knows who the fuck this kid is. I guess you're right. Okay, so uh, this kid, he is a, an internet acquaintance of mine. I'm just kidding. He's my friend. Um, we've been recording a podcast together for about over a year, and I was like, hey, I should have a bees ball on. You know, he's a huge We're Alive fan, and he lets me down with this. No, I've listened to every episode up to this. I feel so bad. I'm sorry. Okay. And like, last week's was a good episode too because Beesball so Beesball is a I big uh, Kalani fan. Yeah. So last week's episode was him defending Kalani because me and Britt obviously hate him and want him to we're die. And be... Yeah. Um, so this week might be a little awkward for us because we're gonna pretty much do the same thing we did last week except for not go over last week's episode because <laughs> we don't need to. <laughs> well, nothing. That was our whole problem, yeah. right? Even though no one heard that episode, the whole problem was that we were like, well, nothing really happened. Yeah. Right. The episode was. Fairly non-eventful. And I cut I out say. like 200 times during that recording. Yeah. There was guys... a lot of PSP talk going There's... on in between yeah. it. <laughs> lots of blank air. Yeah, lots of swearing from my end. So, um, so, yeah, so last week was a snafu, so that's okay. Got lots of stuff to talk about this week. So we can go right into episode discussion, Greg Miller. Sweet. I'm super excited yes. about this one. I am. I, I starred in this one. I made my. I made my debut as a voice actor you did. in this one. You have a long career I, I, ahead of you now. I do. You know, I've already. I've already been getting a lot of calls. A lot of flowers have been rolling in. <laughs> a lot of people are very excited about offers. my future here. Any pictures totally. yeah, you know, on the stage? Sadly, no. Uh, Jim Riley looked like he might at work today, but did not in the end. Maybe you'll get some in the mail. That'd be, That'd be nice. Yeah, listeners, feel free to send me your panties in the mail. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess since we're, we're we're trying to keep it all digital, you could just send them to us <laughs> at our Gmail, which is what Brittany? we're not dead podcast at gmail dot com. That's going to be the new That's internet right. trend: just sending digital panties, e panties. Yeah, just send a photo of uh, your panties. <laughs> so there. Yeah, I made my debut. I'm Pete in the new uh, zombie town, if you will. You do you have a last name? Uh, I do, but we'll get to that later. All right, buddy. Pizza don't try to don't try to get uh, don't try to get in yeah, here. Yeah, don't pretend like you know what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Oh, whatever. Yeah. I know everything now. I know how the show ends. I know how the next two years of shows. No, go. you don't. Do you really? It's funny. As soon as no, of course not. Not. I was going to say no. Okay. Not even Gleason knew that. Not even Jim Gleason. Not even Michael Cross himself. Okay, so this up this week, Pegs, Michael, and Kelly are allowed into the colony. Michael's allowed. Only to go in if he goes straight to the doctor's office because she wasn't going to let him in originally. Um, so they get to the doctor's office. Kelly stays outside with Victor, which I thought she was kind of flirting with Victor. Did you catch that, Greg? 
I thought she was trying to annoy him. I thought she knew that she was being annoying and she just kept going. I think so too. Well, that could have been it. She was like, do you have any kids? Are you married? Uh, I don't know. Kelly. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get back to that. Um, so they get to the, the doctor's office and it's really dark. They make a note that it smells really bad in there. and Like death. What? It smells like, like death. death. Yes. And it's really dark. And there's no one in there. They're calling. They're like, okay, maybe this is a trap. But then a 14-year-old girl just sort of like appears out of nowhere. I don't even really know where she came from. The darkness. The darkness. She, okay. Um, and so then the doctor comes out. Her name is Tanya. Uh, they all go back there and they give Peg stitches. They tell Mike, she tells Michael that she needs to re-break his arm. Okay. Which is lovely. Um, cause she said it, it's healing, but it's healing wrong. So mm-hmm. there's no like, yeah. Um, she says that I blacked out this part of the show because this is after me. You've glossed over Pete's appearance and what Pete does in this town. You're not asking about We're my getting motivation. To Pete, Greg, you even have your own little audio clip coming up, so you oh ooh, just, just, ooh. <laughs> just chill. This show is getting better and better. Oh yeah, it's okay. All right, so uh, the doctor says in a nutshell that she does have something that might help Saul. It's an IV. And then she kind of makes the comment, because Michael and Pigs were talking, like, okay, yeah, we're going to come back here. You know, we're going to give this to Saul. Once everyone heals, we'll come back. And then she kind of made the comment, if you're even allowed to leave. Yes. Yes. Very interesting. Um, was it last week? Was it on the Lost podcast where you predicted that they might not want to go in there? Yes. I think it was, yeah. right? Cause it, yeah. It, so, Brittany, two Brittany episodes ago, that. right? No, no, it was Brittany. You yeah. said nothing. And don't sell my no, what are you talk- no, we agree. We, Please, we just like, just go know, back I- to eating your cereal. It's okay. Oh, Don't, do not do that. I do not want that noise on the mic. <laughs> Just mute your mic when you do it. Well, okay, so last on the last episode, you, you predicted that, you know, the whole reason they didn't want to answer the radio in the beginning was that he didn't want to actually take them there because they were bad people. Right. Right. Victor so sounded right. oddly serious about saying, you guys really don't want to come in here, is what I was getting. And Marcus, yeah. the guy, the redheaded guy with the curly hair that initially, like, inspected him and made them all strip in front of him, he seemed really creepy, too. I don't know, something about oh, yeah. Him. Everything well, isn't, about him isn't Marcus the redheaded guy? He's the leader, right? Yeah, they just okay. they just find that out that he's in charge of this place, and then uh, Tanya with the doctor, she says, you know, pretty much you think I want to be here working on people? She's like, she pretty much made it seem like she was being forced to stay there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the episode pretty much lead, ends off with uh, Pegs and Kelly trying to find house, and then Michael stays to get his arm broken again. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see them try to record sound effects for that. That would have been <laughs> awesome. Be. But the interesting, twigs. the interesting thing is the 14-year-old girl ends up being Hope, who is Samantha's daughter. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and Michael was a bastard, and he's like, actually, as a matter of no, fact, she he died. Is not, he is not a bastard. Michael, Michael oh. did the normal thing and wanted to ask this girl if, in fact, she was Samantha's daughter. The doctor caught wind of what was happening, stopped him, and told the girl to leave. Then they waited an appropriate amount of time for that girl to leave the building, and then he started talking about it, and the girl did not leave. Okay, maybe I shouldn't have said bastard, but when... That girl got what she deserved. Oh, Greg Miller. And she probably... <laughs> her mom's probably dead because the girl was bad. We have a Michael oh, Super That's God taking revenge. Terrible. You're blind terrible. with love. Okay, so I am thinking Hope is going to be a prominent character now in the series. So, where do you think this you is You think gonna she's going to stick around? I think so. I think... I can see that. I don't know. Maybe... Ooh, maybe she'll lead everyone to the tower. The second tower. Because that's mm. where she came yeah, yeah, from, yeah, right? Yeah. Who cares yeah, if she's blind? One. She saw everything beforehand. Because she wasn't born blind. She became blind. How'd that happen, Britt? Didn't say, Greg Miller. 
Ooh, cliffhanger. She was a teenage boy. Oh, oh. Sorry to get <laughs> something in your eye there. Part of her transformation to girl. <laughs> Gross. Um, okay, so do you guys think Tanya's going to stick around? Do you think she's going to end up? Because she's the doctor. She's the doctor they've been looking for. Yeah. It sounds like it. I think, like, they're just going around and trying to get main characters with, like, main roles, like uh, airplane, airplane pilot, like uh, Kalani, and then they need yeah. an army officer, they need a doctor, and next they're probably going to need, like, a banker or something to keep their books. That's my theory. <laughs> when they when they restart the economy yeah, of the United States. When they restart the economy, they're going to try to save Alan Greenspan. They've got to find him. Alan who? Nice. I don't know who that is. <laughs> nice. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Okay, so now we have the colony, and I was thinking it was something out was it Woodbury from The Walking Dead, like the crazy like I don't know what crazy we kill and eat people thing. Yeah, yeah, governor. Governor, yeah. But it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like. Um, it sounds still pretty fucked it, it up. Does I mean, sound this guy's not letting people leave. He's I, what's he got over them to force him in too? That's the interesting dun, thing. Dun, dun. Supplies, I guess. Safety. Yes, but I mean, he's just one dude, right? If you if it was that bad, like, you're not allowed you to leave. Mean, I don't understand. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like exactly, right? Like if I guess I guess if you're offering protection in this horrible, horrible zombie apocalypse, that's the problem. I picture him as Dennis take. Hopper in Land of the Dead, just kind of sitting up on his ivory tower, being a real douche. Okay. okay. No, I don't know. Well, and then uh, Tanya made the comment that. No one really. I mean, she made it seem like no one really wanted hope there. That she just took her under her own wing. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they were just gonna like throw her out as like zombie bait or something. That's what I got from it. Um, and then the other interesting thing was Michael's arm. There's really not a whole lot to talk about, but he has avoided the topic. He hasn't really mentioned what happened. So when Tanya asked him what happened to your arm, he said he crushed it in a door, which is a blatant lie. Come on. And pegs, yeah, really? Yeah. She's like, oh, really, <laughs> Michael. Nice. Okay, Double now we, we can get on to the important stuff. Greg Miller now. That's me. Okay, okay, let's, let's listen to it. Hey, Victor, you coming by the store later? We got a new set of boots for you. We found those cigars for Fernando when you see him. I'll be by later to pick up both. Oh. He didn't come back, did he? No. Damn. They got us good this time, didn't they? I heard they got Sean's team, too. Hey, just shut up, all right? I need to take them to the hospital. Those new people? Hi. I'm Pete. If you folks are looking to get anything, come to my shop in between Broken Arrow and the salon. First couple of bottle waters are free with your first trade since you're new around here. They may not be sticking around much longer, so don't get too attached. Oh, all right. Then it's a maybe. Offer still stands. See you later. The moment that changed were a lot. I'll tell you, at first I didn't think it was worth renting the truck and the money I had to pay out of pocket to record that in a real truck, but it, it paid off in the end of how real it <laughs> Nice. So, but the most important thing is you got to talk to Pegs, in a sense. Damn right I did. Yeah, you did. She is gorgeous. Mm, yeah, you should have offered to take care of her foot. Mm. Yeah, well, I will. Don't worry. I'll take care of more of that. Man. You know, I'm I'm most impressed with the acting. It wasn't that bad. I give you four out of five stars. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. Thanks Come for on. the ringing endorsement, bees. You've convinced me. I want my two bottles of water, Greg. I will go to your. <laughs> oh, store. there you go. See, free oh, first trade. Come on by. Be good. So, how was that recording experience for you? 
it. It was weird. It was cool. Like, I do a lot of uh, recording for work and stuff, uh-huh. but this one was weird to actually be acting, which I never do, and then to do it without having Casey or anybody from the show there to bounce lines off of or give me feedback. Yeah, so it was just... and you couldn't have responses, right? I mean, you just had to no, yeah. like, hear it in your head I... what the other person's saying. Totally. They had just mailed me a PDF of my page of the script. Like, I knew nothing around it. That's why I was kind of hazy as to when I'd actually pop up in the show. Mm-hmm. So uh, I took that up into the vocal booth one day after work and had one of the sound engineers hit record and walk out of the room. And I just sat there and ran lines by myself doing terrible accents because Casey had wanted to try that. And then <laughs> varying the speed of what I was I saying and stuff. I would love to hear so, that. What kind of accents yeah. are we talking about? Australian. I don't have it in front of me anymore. I don't have the paperwork. I'll get it for next week's show. But I had it in like it was he, he had like the way he was spelling some of the words he was putting, like, you know, clear, like, dropping, like, watcha, and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> Oi, Victor, come over here! Oi! Oi, Victor, I got a cigar for you! <laughs> well, some boots for you! Oh, that would be good. Uh, yeah, great. we need to get hold of those. That'd be funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up for you. I'll try to find those lost uh, clips. So, we kind of, you kind of broke, like, you're, you're famous now, dude. You're famous. I know, this is, this is the big one. This is the big this hit. This is it. I've already seen, I've seen, like, not going to toot my own here, but I think I've had about a dozen new followers on Twitter today. Oh, so snap. It's pretty <laughs> Look at That's you. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Greg Miller is famous. All thanks Do to Do they list your life. name in the credits? At the end of the show? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I made it. I heard my part, and then I just like deleted the episode. I was like, great! Dude, I would have tuned in just to hear that guy say my name. Special guest, Greg Miller. That's that a good question. Awesome. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it did. Oh. You know, you should get him to record I didn't, I didn't think to listen to it. Well, maybe that'll just be my ringtone from now. Yeah, I'm Pete. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. So what was interesting about this week is we had absolutely no insight as to what Kalani and Angel and Skittles are up to. So it did, it, it glossed over that completely then. Yeah. Like, oh wow. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, to get our Kalani fix, because we know everyone loves to hate Kalani. Uh, Bees is actually a Kalani fanboy. Oh, yes. And he yes. sent me a text message after listening to the first episode where Greg and I bashed the hell out of him. And I was like, why do you hate? He was like, why do you hate Kalani? I like Kalani. So, Bees, <laughs> this is your moment to defend him. Okay. I think he's one of the best actors. I mean, set aside the character. I mean, would you guys agree with that? I think he's... No, I love his I do like his voice actors. work. I like his voice work. Yeah. yeah. And then, second, he's an airplane pilot, so you know he's going to be important to the story. And third, I feel like he doesn't kiss up all that much. I think you guys are maybe exaggerating. No, you're crazy. He kisses up like crazy when he's with Bert. See, but I just think he's taking initiative. I think he's just doing what you or I would do if we were trying to, you know, get control of that situation. I mean, think about all the people who are in that group. They're all a bunch of idiots. I mean, oh, I mean, no offense, really? <laughs> but most of them aren't that bright. Um, Oh, well, I mean, plus there's like 20 characters that aren't even named. They're just kind of mumbly voices in the background. So I think he's a cool guy. And plus, I just picture him surfing, which probably brings us to this next part. <laughs> I don't know surfing? if we're going to talk about it yet. Tito. Oh, yeah. Okay. Real quick. Um, a listener wrote in, and Greg, did you ever watch uh, Rocket Power, Nickelodeon? I don't know. You're too old for that stuff. <laughs> I don't remember Rocket Power, no. I watched Nickelodeon. I mean, I remember Snick, maybe... Snick. I mean, I'm too this old for Snick. This is I like Snicks. right near the end of Snick. This is like 19... No, this is like 2000, 2001. Anyway, so there's a character on there named Tito. And all, everyone that can, Google Tito from Rocket Power. And that's how he imagines Kalani. 
That's totally how I imagine Kalani too. Exactly. If you look at Tito, you're going to be like, man, you know what? Kalani is, must be a pretty cool. He must be a pretty cool dude because no one can look like that and not be cool. So. Yeah. Um. So, Kalani. Oh, this guy's hideous. That's, okay, how did you have <laughs> a picture? What are you talking about? This guy's disgusting oh, looking. No, okay, no, he looks how do you misshapen have in his face. He got a poop coming off his head. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Okay, but how uh, else do you have Kalani picture? Clearly, he's not rocking, like, the six-pack and the huge I, I always pictured there was there was a, a heavyset Samoan from Saved by the Bell when they went to Hawaii for <laughs> Jesse's uh, father getting married to that stepmom. And they went, there was a bunch of... Uh, Islanders who walked Screech around saying that he was their god. That's who, that's how I picture it. All right, yeah. that works. Um, so like, okay, so Greg and I, you know, we hate Connie, but well, I you, actually you you reneged I, a little bit. I well, you know, I went back and I listened to every episode that Connie was in, and he's he's a dick, but I don't know if he's a bad person. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like. Clearly, he's using people because he knows by himself he's worthless and he can't really get anywhere because he can't even like run like a hundred yards without dying. Leave the poor guy alone. I mean, come on. I I went jogging with my brother-in-law one time and I ran like two miles and I was just like, he's good for zombie bait. I can't go if, if he couldn't anymore. fly an airplane, he'd be good for zombie bait, and that's about it. But what I'm uh... saying is, when after the whole tower fiasco and um, Tommy and who was Bill, they were killed. He was, like, the first one to discover Tommy. He said, hey, you know, Michael, you should come down here by yourself. He's like, should I go get blankets? He's like, I'll go help with Bill. You know, he was really, you know, he was really, like, putting himself out there. And then, like, two minutes later, he's like, we should leave the week behind and leave the tower. So, I mean, I don't know. I can't figure the guy out. Yeah, he's I a, like he's a I agree one. with you saying he's not a complete douche. Okay, he, but he's being douchey enough to where I'm allowed not to like him at all and want him to get eaten. But the, I think my theory is that... I'm I'm probably reading way too much into this, but everybody puts up some kind of wall or changes their personality when this type of like apocalypse happens. True. Like, Kelly got super crazy and protective of her what was it nephew, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, Pegs is like super like reliant on everyone else, and then she's opened up and now she's starting to be more independent. And all these people have like gone through changes and i think kalani is starting to go through the same thing i mean he probably wasn't that jerk beforehand but you know uh to survive those couple months you have no idea what he went through before the the arena you know yeah and that no, might I understand. have completely bleakened his outlook so i think he might change like like most characters on this show they totally they right like we all hated life. kelly when kelly first started and now we're all like oh yeah kelly's fine yeah so i think he's going to go through that change if he makes it that far, I don't know. Um, so some of the fans on the forum wrote in, and I'll just read some of the responses. Ed says, I'm looking forward to that fat guy, Kalani, being drugged back into the hockey rink. Okay, and, did you only pick the lousy emails? No, I'm, you know, I only got through the first one. Give the okay. girl a chance. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. G3 says, I want him dead. I was thinking he should get bitten and then Bert could kill him. <laughs> okay. That'd be cool. That would be good. That would be ironic. Um, Jiman39 says, no one loves Kalani. but Jiman! Jiman! But I, then I don't think anyone liked Angel, that too, or Kelly in the beginning either. We kind of talked about that. Oh, and this is the guy that said if Kalani had an ice cream flavor, it'd be Jamoka Almond Idiot. Um, <laughs> K-Train, he says he doesn't really like him, but he really does like his voice acting. See? Uh, best yeah. voice actor. Okay, but that's different. Okay, Nash knows best. He is a massive dick, but I think there's more that meets an eye. 
Um, Step laughs says Kalani. I mean, what kind of name is that? He's the new Kelly, but fat. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of name? He is might that? come in handy one day if they need a plane. But other than that, I don't see a good use for him. So, eh. wow. So yeah. you did only Burn. pick the negative ones. I bet there was a big stack of good. That's all we ones. got. Everybody hates this guy. Yeah, no one, okay, no you're one. Right. You're the only one. I hate to say it, but you are. I can't be the only one. Somebody write in and and agree with me. I'll just He's delete that video. Guy. I won't do that. <laughs> I bet you would. <laughs> okay, so um. If you have any more comments on Kalani, just send them to where, Greg Miller? Uh, we're alive. No! <laughs> oh! oh that hurts. We are not dead podcast oh. at gmail.com. Nicely done. All right. Um, no apostrophe. We haven't, I, I don't think we've talked enough about this, ex, the latest episode structure. Okay. Yeah. For 18, part two, three. And this whole Kalani this thing, what... I feel like in a, in a couple more episodes, like maybe, you know, one, next season, we can really, you know, revisit the subject anyway. So. Yeah, no. As, as it goes on, it'll be interesting to see how the character evolves and where he goes. So I like, I like. We've been talking in the last episode and the episode before that. The, the, they've been trying to shove a lot of stuff into these shows, right? Mm-hmm. And so our problem with episode, you know, our chapter eighteen, part one, was that they had nothing happened with the Kalani Angel scene, right? Like him and Skittles just talk more about what they're going to do, and they don't yeah, actually exactly. do it, right? Whereas like the, the interesting part was Michael and you know uh, Pegs and them trying to move into this compound or whatever. We finally get in a whole episode that's just dedicated to that. And I think it speaks volumes as to how good this episode was, right? My part aside, uh, <laughs> that it was just so like the when as soon as they get in there, the sounds just snap and they change. You know what I mean? Like you're hearing birds chirping, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a real town, and it's all those sound effects you didn't remember, you never noticed that you were missing. The car driving, yep, totally. And it also is a very interesting thing. I, I usually give this uh, critique to uh, Walking Dead, the comic book, right? Is that you have these long stretches, Kirkman writes, where nothing happens, right? It's all it, Everything's totally normal forever. Mm-hmm. And it, it almost gets boring to where you're like, okay, all right, they're still doing this, they're still doing that. And then he, you know, he breaks it out and does something really crazy. And I think that's, that was one of the, this was one of those episodes right. where we were kind of tired of the story as it had been going for so long. And now something drastically different has happened and everything's changed. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I see this, now it's starting to pick up its pace again. I think it's going to climax, really, and then it's just going to be huge, shit's going to happen, people are going to die. I think there's going to be another, like, confrontation between the Maulers. I think that's going to happen. Something with the Maulers and the colony, it's just my prediction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think this is all, like you said, it's all leading up to it. It was so normal for so long, and now, yeah. finally, shit's going to start hitting the fan. So, yeah. I think it's also nice when like the structure is all focused on one storyline. I know when it jumps between like two or three groups in an episode, I, it it's like a little bit of everything, but not a whole lot of one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just not enough to bite onto, and I I kind of prefer when they they try to stick to one storyline the whole time. So. Um, I mean, I see what you're saying, but you know the episodes are only like 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. But if if they stuck with you know one storyline each week. I, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Like, you're saying right. you, you'd rather have them, like, stick with the Kalani. No, not, not every time. I'm just saying, like, the more interesting things happen all at once, where it doesn't, like, take a break and go to another scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I know you can't always have the most interesting things going on, but I'd prefer to have just larger chunks like that of a single scene. I agree. Like, I have to agree with them. Back and forth. It's one of those things where, for sure... You have these, you know, bite, you, you say, you know, you only have 20 minutes to work with. I think that's one of the reasons I like that they're dedicated to one group, kind of. Because mm-hmm. then if you don't, when you start trying to dilute it and shove everything in, that's when you get, 
an episode like, like chapter one week. where yeah, okay. yeah exactly like, like half I'll of make the well, what are we gonna do we can put possible. something in front of them oh, all right cool <laughs> run through uh, walls yeah <laughs> i don't want this to speak towards the show at all because i think it's far superior honestly mm-hmm. but it's kind of like the hero's syndrome where they're like a billion different people in one show and they tried to have like five minute clips of each one and it just got like chaotic i'm not saying it's that bad or anything but uh, i just think I, I hope they don't go in that in that direction all right, so let's check in with our listeners. And I think we're up to about 12 listeners now. Super excited. Yeah, a, a dozen. Let's get it up to a baker's dozen for episode okay. five. The real episode five. Um, okay, so we get a lot of emails that we can't really respond to. Like, most of them are just, you know, I think this character is cool because of this. Whatever. So what I think we'll do is we'll pick one email a week when someone's praising their character. We'll just read it out loud, talk about it, and you can have your five minutes of fame. Okay. So the first one comes from Wes, and he says, Besides Saul, who I relate to the most, my favorite character would have to be Riley. It may be just wishful thinking on my part, but she sounds like the coolest and most perfect girlfriend ever. At first I didn't like her accent, but it definitely grew on me. She can cook really well, she's a freaking championship archer, she can hold her liquor, and basically she's not a whiny bitch like Pegs. She just seems like she'd be genuinely a cool person to hang out with. I'm used to Pegs getting the... But But you like the neediness. It's, yeah, I, I think she's, you know, she's firmed up here over the time. She's not as super, super needy. And, like, granted, this She'll episode, yes, exactly. This ep- And then it'll cripple her mentally for a week. Uh, this episode, <laughs> she, did, she was very, you know, didn't want to leave Michael, but it made sense, I thought, right? Mm-hmm. There's just strange people. He's going to get his arm broken again. These are things you don't usually want to just walk away from if you're kind of in a relationship with somebody. I think she's come around. I think she's a good character. She's wholesome. It's interesting, though, that we're talking about how, you know, they're looking for a doctor. They have an airplane pilot. They have all these things. She doesn't have a role. You know what I mean? She's not. She what? What? What does she? Do She's really? a gardener, and she made the "We're Alive" sign. That's about right. it. That's yeah. well. That's what part of what why you could connect with her. Like in the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode, you're like, man, what? What would I do? What could I bring to the group? And I, I thought about that, and I couldn't think of jack shit. Could, exactly, and you can kind of relate to that. And I, I think it's very interesting as a character. And like yeah. I said, she's completely changed and for the better. Because I remember when they first came across Riley and Pegs on the side of the road, I was like, oh, Riley's pretty cool, besides her strange accent, but Pegs. Like, <laughs> she's whiny. She doesn't know anything. Yeah. She's, like, hysterical. Okay, so then back to Riley. Is she straight or is she gay? <laughs> I, I, mm. No, because there, there's been discussions about this. I mean, I think oh, she's yeah. French. I think you that's think she's the French? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I would say I, I'll go on the limits. I think she's gay. I think she is too. That's kind of what she, I mean. She said like you know with Angel at one time that he wasn't her type or, or you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And she said that to Michael too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she? She, she just said that to Angel, both right? of them. Uh, that's what I'm trying to think. Maybe I got confused. No, Maybe she she because Michael when they first meet up or whatever, she's trying to like come for him, and he was like, "This senseless flirting isn't helping," or something emo like that. And she's like, "Huh, oh, you're not my type." <laughs> and then. um and then Angel keeps trying to, like, put moves on her. And then when she's talking to herself and, like, smoking her cig outside, she's just thinking to herself, and she says, Angel just doesn't get the hints. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Maybe so, you're right. I never never really caught on to that. Who Did someone write in an email about that? Or did you just notify? It's just my keen that? sense of everything. Gayness. That's all it is. <laughs> like, he's nice. Okay. Um, and here's a... Th- Gator. Theory of the week from Grant. He says, I always thought the outbreak was some coordinated assault. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought the news report mentioned attacks in other major cities. 
I kind of imagine the zombies like the Zerg in that the most of the creatures are mindless drones, but can be told what to do in some extent by folks up the chain of command, like the tattooed one. So, uh, the Zerg Starcraft, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this theory. I really, I really don't think it's accurate. I think, like, it, I don't remember exactly what that TV show said when they recorded it on the DVR or whatever. But I think if it were, if they were stating like multiple attacks on different cities, I think it was just like the initial misconception. Like nobody would obviously consider this as like, oh, there's zombies. They would try to, you know, reason it off as being a terrorist attack or something. Yeah, I mean, biological there's, warfare. There's some, you know, evidence leading up that they do follow the chain of command or whatever you want to call it. Um, we've heard. Casey's infamous Tupperware screaming, you know, it's the big zombie screaming here in the back where they all kind of like beckon to it and they'll either retreat or they'll all come, they'll all come to the source of it. Um, when they're in the arena, they're all kind of like doing something. I, th- I don't know. Was it the tattooed one in the arena? Did they ever yes. say? It, yeah, was? it was. Okay. Yeah. They're all pretty much like bringing him food. So, I mean, I think they're following something, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd call them mindless drones. Right. No, I definitely think there there's hierarchy and, and everything, but I don't think there was like a coordinated coordinated attack. I think it was just the virus spreading. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just evolved that way, right? Like there, it just it interacts different ways with different people. Yeah. yeah. That was even um, uh, what's his name Gleason's uh, theory that that it was just kind of spreading around because I think you you had a similar question last week or not last week but. <laughs> not lost episode and he was like no i didn't think there was like a specific attack like all at the same time on different cities and stuff yeah that's what he said we'll find out all right yeah. next one is from jared my question is did we ever figure out who the traitor in the tower was that started the fight with the maulers so no, no we they are they're assuming bill is the traitor just because they found all of their food right do you believe it but then they they were like, but that doesn't make sense because he came out and fought and, you know, he ended up dying for and, it. And so. when he died, he said, sorry, but I think that was geared towards the food that he was hoarding. I don't think he's the rat, the mole, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Ooh, he's already dead. <laughs> Let's burn him again. No, I think, and I think they're talking more about the person. That, I don't know if they're talking about the person that alerted the Maulers or the one that shot Durai from like third, fourth floor. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't think it's him. Haven't we speculated there was Angel? Angel? I yeah, know. you speculated that, didn't you, Britt? Because you were thinking it's him. He's connected to Scar. Yeah, because oh. Scratch, Scratch, Scratch. Sorry, Scratch. No, Scratch, yeah. Scratch. Scarface. Because she knew his no, name. Uh, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't think Angel's the mole. I think he knows her, but I don't think he would do that. I don't think he has the balls to do that. Anyway. Mm. Um, okay, so this is kind of interesting. A few people have written in. So during episode, 
or chapter two, I think it was part three of three. Do you remember when Kelly, I mean, not Kelly, um, Lizzie calls everyone to the TiVo and she had that report that she recorded. You gotta go yes. back. This is a ways away. I remember well, I this one. Yeah, they it. found the TiVo. Yeah, that they had uh, when they went through the apartments, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they found the TiVo, and she's playing a newscast, and they mention Bill Roberts, nicknamed Ink, was convicted of multiple homicides. He was transferred to a mental facility. He was known for his tattoos covering him from head to toe. Which oh. I never put. T- yeah, see, I never put two and two together until we got some emails about it. Okay. So that's just something to think about. So he. What did it say he was released for or something? He was convicted of multiple homicides, and I think he made a guilty plea. I mean, a um, plea of insanity. Mm-hmm. So, and he was transferred to I think the mental hospital that they were kind of making mention of early in the series. Yeah. So there might be a connection. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. Well, I think there's definitely a connection. It's just like how did he go from mental institute, you know, to leader of all these guys. And plus, they said there was a big explosion. So maybe sure they it was a drug to like calm the mentals. Mentals, oh, that's bad. <laughs> to calm, <laughs> to calm oh, the patients man. down, and maybe shit hit the fan. But then I don't know how it would have spread from Los Angeles to Hawaii and everywhere else. So probably not. Biting. But who knows? Uh, okay, Sean McQueen says, "Why do you think?" Bert still has Saul chained down. I mean, he got shot days ago and hasn't shown any signs of changing. So is Bert up to something? Well, now you're now the question would be like if he died, right? Mm. If he died, are, are we completely sure of how the infection spreads, right? Like he has an open flesh wound in a highly contagious, gross area, right? Right. They've been killing zombies left and right around this place. There's junk everywhere. I wouldn't trust it either. I would keep him tied up until we knew exactly what's going to happen. That's what I'm thinking too. Because there's even speculation that the bullet went through Tommy and into Saul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe that that just little bit makes it fall. Yeah, yeah. I think it's overkill, but I, I I understand where he's coming from, and it's hard not to agree with uh, his character because he's one of my favorite characters anyway. You know, so I'm like, well, I really like him, so he must be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I miss Saul. He needs to come back. Yeah, him and he's... Blondie. Yeah, he, I want, he I'm really excited for him to get back. Yeah, yeah. He brought a lot of fun to the episodes, and it's kind of been. You know, lacking that, like, fun spark. It's Michael so emo. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Michael writes in. um, Michael Cross says, I just wanted to say the second show is awesome. A big thank you to Jim Gleason for a great interview. I'm also curious how you guys visualize the characters from real life. For example, Michael Cross in my mind looks like Jack Shepard from Lost. I haven't seen Lost. What? I know. Matthew Fox. He looks like Matthew Fox. That's what he's saying. It is mine. Gotta, I'll Google that in a second. All right. You know who Matthew uh, Fox is from Party of Five? Come on. I didn't watch that either, Greg. You watch Vantage Point? Nope. All right, then I have no way to help you. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh. envision everybody looking like Daniel Craig and Scott. I don't think my, see. I don't think Michael's that hot. I don't. I don't. I don't see that. No. No. I think he's a good looking. You guy. think? I think really? Angel's probably a pretty boy. I think no. I see Angel. Yes, good well, that. Yeah, like the blonde California punk, whatever. Um, he says, Bert is a cross between Solid Snake and Clint Eastwood. Okay. I see him, I see, I picture an over, not a super fat dude, but a, you know, a yeah, barrel yeah, chested yeah, old man with right. like white hair and a white hair beard. That's exactly what I'm picturing. I'm not, mm-hmm. I mean, Clint Eastwood's a skinny guy, so. Well, there's, and Saul even makes fun of 
spurts your belly or gut. Exactly. So you know yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, Greg. Maybe you know this. Saul looks like the Eagles' wide receiver Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> I no I way. No, I no. I don't even Saul, know who that I is. picture as scrawny. Actually, kind of scrawny. Yeah. I, that's what I picture too, right? Like a really lanky dude. Yeah. Like scrappy, scrappy, not scrappy dude, but just. I don't know how to picture Saul because I had him pictured like really like scraggly and wiry, and then Bert says, "Look at that gut on you." So now I have like a really skinny guy pictured in my head with like a big gut. It's just not attractive. I don't think he has a big gut. I think he's. I think he was just joking. I don't know. Um, And then this is the guy that said that Clawney looked like Tito from Rocket Power, which (laughs) I would definitely agree with. You know, to me, it's harder to picture the girls than the guys, for sure. Really? Yeah. No. I mean, have you seen the character art on um, zombiepodcast.com or the You know, I've skimmed over it, but I haven't, like, I haven't studied it and decided who's who, so I'd prefer not to, actually. I'd rather just keep my own image of what they are. Okay. In the buff. Jamon. That was my whole reason with not wanting to look at like shots of what Jim Gleason really looked like, or oh, want, not yeah. wanting to look at the album art and stuff. I kind of like it that See, they live in my head. Looking at their their actors doesn't bother me so much as just seeing you know art for them. Really? Yeah. Uh, see, I I thought it, I mean honestly, I was like, okay, the first time I talked to Jim, I was like, fuck, it's ruined. I'm like, there goes Michael. It's now just Jim Gleason. But his acting is so good that it, I don't <laughs> even think about Jim when I'm listening to Michael. That's acting. I know, but still. Mm, Go to concept. (laughs) Did you get that? Nice. Whatever. Uh, Okay. Jamon39 says, Kalani related question for the show. When Kalani got to the tower, he told Michael that the zombies in LA weren't as mean as the ones in Hawaii. What do you think that means? Are they really different? Maybe a different virus was released? I'm thinking they're probably just getting maybe meaner. I don't know. They're hungrier. They're hungrier. They're getting more organized. Yeah, exactly. They're sick hungry. of eating sea turtles. Can't take it. Sea turtles. They need to wire them up with starfish back hair. Ride them into town. Sorry. <laughs> nice. Um, I don't. I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't know. I just don't know. I, okay. I just took it as, yeah, it's just like, I mean, when somebody says something about mosquitoes being bigger here or like, <laughs> you know, more violent, they're still just mosquitoes. I guess no one's ever, no one's ever, I have never heard anyone, I guess, say that they, they here's a more violent mosquito, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Daniel Kamiski? I hope I said that right, or I could get really awkward. Kamiski? Um, just heard Greg on We're Alive was quite weird hearing a voice I listen to every week talking video game news, but it wasn't too jarring. Anyways, so does Greg know if Floridoras will be on sale at this shop between Broken Arrow and the salon? That's a good point. I have to imagine if the if the makings are there, if we have a lime tree, Pete would for sure be making some Floridoras. For <laughs> <A lime tree. laughs> so what's in a Floridora? Because I don't even know. Okay, if you didn't know, everybody, Floridoras are the official drink of one GameScoop and IGN in general now. So uh, it's a it's an it all started when I yelled Floridora at somebody on a podcast to pwn them. As just they, the hell as of it. Killer. You just yelled Floridora. That was. Yeah, pretty supposed much. Okay. Phyllis Diller. Yeah, Phyllis okay. Diller, and then it turned into Floridora. Like Craig Harris, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So if you ever need it, you can just Google Floridora, and the first thing that comes up is uh, cocktails.com recipe, which is now <laughs> all the comments are people making yeah, IGN references. Yeah, inundated with GameScoop comments. Anyways, nice. you, t- you need uh, gin, uh, fresh lime juice, frambrouge liquor, which looks like a holy hand grenade from Monty Python, mm, uh, nice. ginger ale, and then a lime for uh, garnish. Yeah, mix that all up over ice, and it's delicious. 
And there's yeah. your Floridora. Yeah. And you're making a mark in audio history and now in drink history. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, don't worry. The internet will never forget us and our commitment to society. No, never. <laughs> My favorite part is that it's become like the secret gamer inward. Like, it's the passcode to get in. Yeah, a lot of a lot of fans write into GameScoop and Podcast Beyond at IGN, and they uh, say that you know I went out to this bar and I you know they said what do you want to drink and I said oh I'll have a Floridora and then they say scoop to them or something like you get know, out. They, the That's only people cool. the only people who order that are somehow dialed into our connection and like in San Francisco we went to this cocktail bar called Rick House we go there all the time and we went mm-hmm. there so much and ordered it so many times that they finally put it on the real menu. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. That's now freaking it's awesome. Come back. Yeah, That's we're doing cool. it. Damn. Be a part of it, people who listen to this show. Spread the word <laughs> of the Floridora. Okay, we have an audio comment from uh, Scott, I think. Yeah, it is Scott. Okay, good. We'll just listen to that real quick. Brittany, Greg, this is Scott out of uh, Northern California. Uh, I had a couple of uh, comments to make. Uh, number one, uh, Greg, you're killing me, dude. You have to get a better microphone. A rock band microphone is not going to cut it. If, even if I had to send to one myself, rock band, microphone, no. Uh, okay, and my other comment was, <laughs> you guys shouldn't be afraid to do uh, a video podcast if you guys have, uh, you know, attend any events or even just uh, like a Ustream type of uh, video host uh, show. Because, I mean, number one, it uh, allows you to interact with fans live. And, you know, you can still save that podcast for the audio listeners later. Um, so nobody's really missing out on anything. You get a little extra content. And number two, I think everybody wants to be able to watch Brittany. Uh, you got a, a, you know, attractive young woman on your show. And all the nerds are going to, you know, pay attention. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> for you there. And nobody cares what Greg looks like. So, you know, just host the show, man. Just get on there. Just do it. And so that's it for me. I, I also have a submission for the, the zombie contest for the zombie gra- uh, growling. And so take a listen to that. And uh, thanks, guys. Have a good one. And I'm enjoying your show. There we go. Thank you, Scott, for that lovely <laughs> audio file. Are you even using the Rock Band mic, Greg? Of course I'm using the Rock Band mic. Yeah, he and is. I have to say, it sounds a lot better than Brit's like brand new mic. Burn. That was last week, you douchebag. Yeah, yeah. Her wireless mic did not. Her hundred dollar wireless mic did not sound as good as Greg's. Uh, Pack in rock band mic. Whatever. I'll just say I didn't actually spend the hundred dollars. I had the money coming to me from the Best Buy Reward Zone program. Ooh, monies. Yeah, and so I wasted it on that piece of shit. But. <laughs> um. So I don't really know how the whole UStream thing works. Greg, you've done it a few times, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he means when we're at events or whatever, that'd be great. We're never, there's no way to, I don't want to Ustream this show. Like us sitting in our respective houses, like talking to right. the computer to each other <laughs> about a show that's audio driven. Like, yeah, that, when yeah. we're together and we can do, like, if we can ever get big enough to do, like, a panel or host that, have a We're Alive panel somewhere and have mm-hmm. the actors on and stuff, for sure, we'll film that and get that up somewhere. Yeah. But somewhere otherwise, I'll keep dreaming. just involve us, like, sitting in a chair picking our nose. Yeah. Doing awkward things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um we're trying to get something in works for San Diego Comic Con. That'd be nice. So once we get uh once we get that a little bit further along, we'll tell you where to send your letters demanding yes. we're a live podcast panel at San Diego Comic Con. Yep. So. You know, come to think of it, I think Comic Con is definitely the best venue for this type of thing. Oh, it's totally. not like there's a uh audio podcast like drama Well there, well, there is zombie convention. Con. ZombieCon, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a good point. ZombieCon. Okay. Well, those two. I mean, I don't think it's 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 a stretch to go to, like, PAX or some 
gaming related thing. No. So I think those two make sense the most. Is there, I don't know if you know this, Greg, is there a zombie con coming to California? Do you know? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I can check that. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll look into it because I know there's one in Seattle every year, but. Well, yeah, they just started one, right? Just, yeah, it's brand new. Okay. And it was, anyway. Um, okay, so that wraps that up. We did get a lot more listener mail, but if we read it all, we'd be here all night. So we'll get to some of the newer stuff next week. So keep it coming. At where, Brittany? We're not dead podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. So we just have a few uh, zombie growls to listen to. Oh, good, think, good. Yeah. This contest will go on for about another week, and we have another one going on, but I'll announce that after we listen to this stuff. So, first one is from Joel. <laughs> All right. It tapers off at the end. Yeah, it's not bad. I think one of the problems is it's peaking. He needs to try to stand further away from his mic. That would help. Jose. Oh, God. Sorry. Holy I crap. <laughs> That's a good one. You should have warned us about that one. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't listen to these. That's the thing. So I don't know. That's how it should be. I like it. I like that we're all hearing them together. I like yeah, that. Um, Jose had a good one. Sorry. Yeah, Jose, that was great. I think it went on for another 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a vampire, like, yeah. eating your face. Uh, Marie. Echo action. It's good, good female. Okay. Uh, Matt. Oh, man. Emphysema dog. That's fantastic. You look quite over there, Greg Miller. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm reacting to that one internally. He's stunned. I'm stunned. You... That one is an interesting one. Right? It's, it's, I, that one I'd imagine they're driving down the road. We're, they're driving <laughs> back to the tower and they just pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I don't, I don't want this to sound rude because I don't mean no, it that way. No, we've already but said it... that we, would, we're, we are terrible at this. We're, <laughs> we're going to do this on the final day of the competition. Britt and I will do our own zombie growls so you can see how bad we are. So you can laugh at us. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, no. Um, this is, you're all, we're all one big happy world life family here. Don't worry yeah. about being mocked on this show. No. The jackass. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next one's from Scott. So was I the only one, like, gritting my teeth and, like, pretending like I was filling meat in my mouth? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. sounds like he's eating. Yeah, he's eating something. Sounded like Gollum chained up to a wall. Yeah. Oh, this is kind of interesting. So, I have a question. So, in We're Alive, is there ever really any mention of the creatures eating other people? I know there is. I think in the very first episode, I think. In the beginning. And that was it, though, right? Right. Hmm. Because they never. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because they're trying to get away, right? I mean, they're not going to sit there and talk to them. Well, no, but you know, you. <laughs> okay, Greg. What, is, what are they doing? Do you feel this way. Well, you know, usually you like see and like crouch down in the corner, like eating some little kid or something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Stephen Baba. Okay. That was another. That's suspicious. an angry one. That's an. <laughs> I like how we all just sit here and soak it in for a second. Like, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think. I was like, that, "That's how? like where you walk up to a dog and you're like, nice dog, nice dog.' Oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, gonna kill me. Okay, the baker. 
Sounds like uh, the main, the, the colored one from the, what's it called? Colored he was one. trying to do like the big, hey, all you yeah, guys yeah. come the here. Call, he's calling cars. everybody. Yeah, that's one that Casey, he did it in the Tupperware container. Fun oh, okay. fact. Um, and then Zombie Farmer. Well, that zombie's all tuckered out. Yeah, that's, that's like a withering sounds, zombie like on yeah, the ground this like sounds just a little bit too out. much like my wife waking up in the morning <laughs> oh <Ooh>. burn <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast she will now i know oh. crystal i'm sending her that you're so in the doghouse now oh. it's okay um okay so that's all we got actually we got a lot this week so that was really cool so you guys add, rock. That, add that to how many from the last the last one like five like five. So how many you got total? Like eleven. Gotta be easy. Don't put me on the spot. No, I think we have about seventeen. Whoa, man! Dang. And we, I mean, we got duplicate entries from some people that were a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, but I didn't play all of those. So. Oh, that makes sense. So anyway, people send, continue sending them in, and if we laughed at you, we're laughing with you. Remember totally. that. Totally, we love you. And you'll totally Thank be you able listening. to make fun of us soon enough. Um. Cool, and then to wrap things up, we have a fan art contest running right now on the forums, which is so cool. Um, Ooh, to fan arts. Fan art. So you don't have to be a good drawer, because I'm not. Drawer. A drawer. <laughs> I heard that too. I just said drawer, didn't I? That's lovely. She let her zombie out. I are smart. drawer. If you're artistically challenged, <laughs> artistically challenged like I am, it's okay. You can still win stuff. You win if you submit something. Um, you win a t-shirt, which I have sitting on my desk right next to me, and they are lovely and folded and smell of fresh linen. Are these, uh, We're Live t-shirts? They are. That's cool. They're size large. I figured that would just cover all bases, so. <laughs> cover all bases. If you're a dude, you can wear it. If you're a girl, you can wear it's it to bed. It's a night shirt. Absolutely. Um. Night shirt. Yeah. So, just go to zombiepodcast.com slash forum, and there's details there under the We're Not Dead tab. And the winner, okay, so if you are good at art... We'll take the best ones, kind of like judge them. Greg and I, because we have such a keen eye for art. Totally. Right. Totally. We're artists. Um, yeah. The winner will win a season one box set. Woo! A box set? The CD uh, set. You know. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. By being on so, this show, you can no longer win bees. Yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> okay. We don't that's want your art fun. anyway. It's not going to be good enough for that. Burn. My wow. art would suck, oh. actually. It's okay. It's a known Just fact. Saying. <laughs> it's a known fact. No one argues this. Yes. Yeah. No one argues this. Well, next time when you guys decide to uh, request an intro song or something, then maybe mm-hmm. I can participate. That I can do. Okay, that's where you shine? Maybe. I made the not. Holy Balls song. Oh my gosh. Wow. Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think... Oh yeah, if you guys want to potentially guest host with us, send an email to we're not dead podcast at gmail.com. Send us your audio questions because those were cool uh try to keep them under a minute that would be nice so i guess that's it unless you guys have anything else you'd like to say tomorrow <laughs> there you go i just wanted you to pressure that one girl at the end <laughs> they're lovely you'll totally win bees good job all right so i guess that's it so for greg for me and for our lovely guest bees ball thank you for listening Aww. rate us on itunes we love you bye, bye.